Hey guys, welcome back to another edition Supernatural Whispers, and I'm your host, Nikki Ray, and I want to take the time out for a sponsor message. I want to be sure to thank our two sponsors, uh, JD Hill Studio 6, Paranormal Entertainment, and Brian J. Laverty for Parapost. So thank you guys. So anyway, I hope you guys will enjoy tonight's topic, which I find fascinating. As I'm a horror movie fanatic myself. Um, we're going to talk about terrifying urban legends that later turn out to be true. So grab your popcorn and perhaps some holy water. You might need some holy water. Is <laughs> there? I am just joking. But yeah, sit back, relax. So, um, yeah, you ever find out when you go to a certain place, which inspired me to write my previous book. Let's see if I remember right. <laughs> I should have show notes about me with that. I just like to do it as is. Anyway, my previous book, My Haunted Travels, Haunted California, which is had a written forward by Dr. Henry. Hey, give me a shout out. And I want to give the Royal Legacy Foundation a shout out. And so, you know, for my book, when, whenever I visit a location, just to tour around or visit to learn more about the history. And then later on, I hope to investigate. But right now, I'm more in the lines of paranormal research in, in the medium these days. <laughs> Which I don't mind, I don't mind writing books. You guys must enjoy listening to my podcast and episodes. So, this will be episode number three. And so, it memorializes true, you know, urban legends, you know, you know, that turned out to be true. <laughs> Just like the locations I mentioned, like the Queen Mary, I kind of had a sense that it has some uh, a haunted, you know, experience on the Queen Mary. It's, it's very historic as well. If you're just there for the historic, yeah, just um, go there and enjoy yourself. All right, we're back. Sorry, I got interrupted by our dog. Bill's here, he's listening. Hi, Bill. <laughs> anyway, my cousin dog. So let's dive into our religion that turned out later on to be true. All right, I forget what I was talking about earlier. I think it was my previous book, My Auntie Travels Talk to California, which is now available in both. We'll be both available in Amazon and Barnes and Noble. As well as I'm gonna give out my new book. My new book shout out. Dark Path Dark <coughs> sorry. There is a Dark Pathways book, but this is my first one. Dark Whispers of Haunted Objects Two. Which is like a continuation of the first one of Haunted and curse objects, something like that. haunted vessels, haunted vessel and curse objects. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I want to give that shout out. 
So I, I finished my 14th book. And I'm working on number 15. So once a writer, always a writer. <laughs> this, uh, my next book is going to be a bit different. Hopefully you guys will like. So anyway, going back to the story, let's dive into it, shall we? Our relations, those understand that under, uh, un substantiated stories, <laughs> that's a long word, sorry, that uh, stories of terror that allow, that allow us to use our imaginations to feel in increasingly horrifying details with each retelling. Now let's dive into it in these stories from the internet. So let's dive into it. <laughs> the first one kind of makes me laugh because it actually happened to me somewhat. There's a difference. So are you ready? Rats in a toilet bowl. <laughs> okay. So as you stagger in, walk into the bathroom at 3 a.m., right? Do your thing. I won't go into too much TMI. However, <clears throat> sorry, water break. However, and then once you're there, you hear splashing. And so you turn on the light. Luckily, we have a, a night light. So we have a night light, and so, and you automatically see what was going on, and all of a sudden, they saw a rat looking at them. That would freak me out more than a ghost, I tell you. I tell you, my face was just wider than snow. Okay. Anyway, urban legends about animals and sewers have been uh have been like a my voice a staple of scary stories like it reminds me of the movie it right i don't know why when i was younger i used to play in the sewer <laughs> believe it or not um, and uh but luckily i didn't see those creatures land but anyway or alligators and then their most office sold out about in New York. Right? Right? Luckily, wasn't that part is not true. When, when you, when they uh, supposedly threw out your baby alligators into the toilet and then we have an adult sized gator. Now, I couldn't do that to any animal. I don't care. So, anyways. As a scion. And so, um, I found you have to see real life alligators when I was out in Florida. From a safe distance, of course. I wish I could have taken better pictures, but they were kind of moving kind of fast. Well, anyway, you had the picture. <laughs> so, New York would have been way too cold for them to survive for very long. But, Finding out a rodent in your toilet. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> Which is inches from your vulnerable areas of your body parts. Your private parts. 
can I say private parts? <laughs> but this particularly kind of domestic terror. And so one that happens to be possible. So what happened was during plumbing for toilets is typically three inches in diameter, diameter, sorry, or more, plenty of space for a rat to climb up. And so I'll stop here. So what happened to me was that at least I did not see a rat in the toilet. However, however, I noticed a rat coming in that door. So I bolted out. <laughs> I was bloody horror. I'm like, there's a mouse, there's a mouse. <laughs> but anyway, don't laugh. It was scary at the time, and it only happened a couple of years ago. Here in the world, the conference is bound to happen, right? <laughs> right? So anyway, moving on, moving on. Let's dive back to the story, shall we? <laughs> so of course, they have plenty of um, spaces and drain pipes that rust and evidently climb up. And so the animals are attracted to several lines, suicide lines, sorry, suicide lines, due to undigested food and pieces and so forth that travel through pipes. You know, before emerging through an opening and into your bathroom. And yes, of all places, your bathroom. <laughs> and yes, rats can be somewhat testy when they complete their journey. And so finally, their aquatic rodents bit the room of a female victim in Pittsburgh. And in Virginia in 1999. And there's another incident in Seattle. The issue is hot. Yeah, excuse me. The issue is common enough that public officials have been given advice on what to do in this scenario. If you have to come encounter with a rat <laughs> or a snake, for that matter, I just reported snake on my kids, baby. I wouldn't know what I do. I would faint and then run out. <laughs> So, anyway, if I can find the music here. What break? Here we Okay, we're back. So, what is the end one? Oh, this is really that creepy. I want to find the most creepy ones. Okay, this one. No, no more. This one is called <laughs> The Body Under the Bed. Okay. So, while the story goes, vacation couples, newlyweds, Disneyland, yes. All have been the subject of an urban legend. Of the urban legend. And the awful stench coming from 
either under the bed or inside the mattress. That's always been my fear. <laughs> I remember when I went to Florida, uh, even though I didn't smell anything funny, however, I heard some weird things in the hotel room. I heard some distinctive knocks from my closet. And then uh, I heard a, a male say something like, hello, help me, or something like that. And then I was just there on vacation. I wasn't even investing in it at the time. You know, when you're a spirit, spirit man, you're a second meeting and you can't help but attract spirits, right? I mean, whatever. So, um, and then my poor girlfriend, she, she had a, a nightmare. And there might be something to that room. And I wish I remember what room that was. we were staying in. Maybe I can go back and investigate more if I ever go back to Florida. But anyway, going back to more of a story here. In closer inspection, that, that reveals that a dead body has been, in fact, been stashed away, presumably not anyone who had died of natural causes. And so the uh, traveling tale that has been confirmed multiple times over, at least a dozen newspaper stories, have detailed hotel rooms in which had the uh, devil as a body disposal site. See? While the smell is usually appearance right away, at least one couple slept on a mattress that contained a body in Atlantic City back in 1999. And so, cases in Colorado and Florida and Virginia have been reported. In conclusion, in 2010, yes, a budget launch in Memphis were horrified to discover that they had been sleeping above the body of Sony Abomission Lightning, which is a missing person. Sorry, I keep getting interrupted by a dog boo. Anyway, so about the disappearance, they eventually convicted the victim's boyfriend of the crime. So I have time for something more. Let's see. The main M-A-I-N-E hermits. The main hermits. For decades, people who vacation in Central Maine, North Pond, the area were puzzled by items that would eventually go missing. You would think it'd be poltergeist, but this story it really isn't. You'll see why. I saw the batteries, it blew some cabins and flashlights from camping tents. Rumors has spread that with a permanent picture of the area when horse you know, for such as and supplies. And so finally they were right. For twenty seven years, Christopher, I won't say his last name, and it was keeping tabs on the hiker and candlesticks and the temporary residence of the grounds. While he was confronted by a game warden twenty thirty three and twenty thirteen, I'm sorry. Twenty thirteen. And 
Purchasburg, he was responsible, excuse me, he was responsible for an average of around 40 robberies a year. Despite that, the fact that likely protestations of family and friends who dismissed tales of Harmon lurking somewhere in the woods, that his ID proved that someone had been watching, waiting for nearly three decades. Now, normally you would think it's poltergeist, however, this has a creepier factor of Harmon's. Here we go with one more water break and then we'll end this podcast. Thank you. Stay tuned. Okay, and we are back to our final and creepy story that turned out to be true. <laughs> the Candyman. And I'm not just talking about the books or the films. There might be a real Candyman. And y'all heard of the Slither Man as well. But anyway, The Candyman is released back in 1992. I think around the same year when the poker dice started. But anyway, The Candyman is based on a true story by Clive Barker that remains a potent horror tale of the revenge undertaken by a black artist. Now I'm not racist, this is actually how it's being read. No hate mail, please. That end, it's a horror of a tale of revenge undertaken by a black artist. Tony Todd, that was evidently murdered in the 1890s for having a relationship with a white woman. No. Rumor tells it that while it was not, likely you'll be able to invoke him by saying his name several times in a mirror like the Bloody Mary Challenge, which sadly but I have done when I was younger. <laughs> and so, which I highly not recommend to do. And so the pants Selling idea of having a killer burst through a medicine cabinet is actually based in that fiction. So in conclusion, in 1987, this Chicago published a story about Ruth, so I won't say her last name, a woman living in a Chicago housing project who made a frantic call to 911, insisting that she was being attacked in her apartment. Responders eventually found her dead of gunshot wounds. And so the investigators determined that her assailants had gained access to her unit by breaking through the connecting wall and the adjoining the adjoining apartment and climbing in through her medicine cabinet. 
And so, finally, it conflicts with Bill that way so intensely so that the plumbers investigating the leaks have simply removed the cabinet, shut the pipes. It become a frequent mode of entry for burglars, unfortunately, in McCoy's case. For killers, or was it the handyman? So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the third episode top at night this evening. Let's see. Let's see. Read it right here. Read a terrifying urban lesson that evidently turned out to be true. All right. So I do appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Even though I changed this name so many times, I hope you guys enjoy this new name change. <laughs> Supernatural Whispers podcast. And I'm your host, Nikki Red. And please let us know how we're doing. Please give a review, a kindly review, wherever you hear your podcast. I mean, we're practically everywhere. So I do appreciate y'all listening this far. Kudos to you. And you can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, YouTube, and this uh, podcast will be up on Anchor and Spotify shortly. Have a great evening. Thanks for making right out.